Hello, everybody. Dr. Lonnie Stewart here from the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. Are you a physical therapy student about to start studying for the National Physical Therapy Examination? Or maybe you're a professor, a program director, or a clinical instructor who teaches DPT students preparing for the NPTE? Either way, we would recommend checking out our sponsor, NPTE Final Frontier, and the community they've built around preparing for and succeeding on the NPTE. That exam and the preparation that goes along with it can be long, tedious, difficult, and stress-inducing, but it doesn't have to be. NPTE Final Frontier has the tactics and resources to help address all of the usual barriers. They even have scholarships to help with NPTE study courses, FSBPT registration fees, and even research opportunities. And if that's not enough, they're even donating to the very first annual HET Podcast Scholarship to be awarded at the end of every year. Go to NPTEFF.com for all of the details and use code HET for 10% off all purchases. Links to both the NPTE Final Frontier and their scholarship options are available in the show notes. And now, let's get ready to learn. Hey guys, welcome back to the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. My name's Megan, and I will be bringing you this Teach Me Something Tuesday as we dive into the world of case-based education and the perks of implementing it in healthcare curricula. So I want to start off by talking about timing. Implementing case-based education in those early courses, starting with those foundation courses, helps to foster the critical thinking and clinical reasoning skills that help students succeed. Think of it like laying the bricks for a solid foundation. We're going to start with basic scenarios that match what students are learning to help make the connection between theory and real-world application right from the get-go. As students progress, we want to make sure that we Increase the complexity of the cases, and so that means adding in those multidimensional patient elements like comorbidities, socioeconomic influences, cultural factors, you name it. Adding those layers helps students be prepared for the dynamic challenges that they'll face in the healthcare field. We want to make sure that we're not just throwing in cases randomly. We should weave case-based education into our entire curriculum. We want to make sure that we do that by being consistent and making sure that we build on things that students have already tackled. Think of that like a spiral staircase, each step building on the last and taking students to higher levels of understanding. We want to make sure that we apply case-based education through a variety of teaching modalities. So this means mixing it up with things like small group discussions or role-playing, simulations, virtual patient platforms, all of those things. Meeting a variety of learning needs means utilizing a variety of teaching methods. And speaking of mixing it up, let's talk about technology. We live in 2024, an age where technology can be our best friend. Case-based education doesn't just have to be about giving students a chart to review anymore. We have so many tools out there from virtual patient platforms to interactive simulations to online forums to even artificial intelligence. There's so many things we can use to help bring clinical scenarios to life and help get students better engaged. Personally, in my classroom, we use PhysioU, SimuCase, and EHRGO, and we consistently get positive student feedback and students demonstrate better performance after they've had a case to apply the material to. Now, my PT and PTA programs know that scenario-based questions are a recent addition to the MPTE, but my other healthcare fields have had scenario-based questions on their licensure exams for a while. Implementation of scenario-based questions on licensure exams underscores the importance of case-based education in helping prepare students for professional practice. By embracing case-based learning, we not only help students do better on exams, but we equip them with the skills and confidence they need to excel in their careers. 
that's enough for me. I want to hear what you guys have to think on case-based education. Have any of you implemented it in your classrooms? If you have, what kind of hurdles have you had to overcome? What kind of victories have you gotten to celebrate? Hit us up on social media and let us know. While you're there, like and follow the Healthcare Education Transformation Socials and stay in the loop, get daily insights, and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. That's it for now, guys. This is Megan reminding you to keep it nerdy. Hello, everybody. Dr. F. Scott Field here, and we don't do this nearly enough. Uh, I wanted to thank you as an audience for being here, for listening to the shows. Without you guys, we wouldn't have anybody to geek out with uh, over education and learning and teaching and educating. So thank you for, for being here, for being you know faithful listeners over the years. Uh, also, if possible, we'd love to ask a favor. We don't do this often, but if you could leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. It helps boost our rankings and our algorithm and really just helps get this message out to more people out there in healthcare education who, who may need you know some of the episodes and the experts that we interview. So if you could, like I said, leave a rating and review, we would greatly appreciate it. And we will see you on the next show.